Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Shea Saturdays. I know that it's Sunday, but is it really Sunday? We've been in the house all week, like, you know? <laughs> okay, so the reason why this is happening on Sunday instead of yesterday, Saturday, your girl indulged in a little pre-420 um, thing on Friday, actually. Um, this happened on Friday, and I was like, oh, like... I'll do this. I'll be good by the morning. And no, you always need to remember that whatever, um, whatever your idea is for the edible, (laughs) that time, you need to double it. Like if you think you're going to be done at this time, double that time. You're not going to be done. So that's what happened. And I tried to record yesterday, but I didn't feel fully back yet. So I was like, yeah, let me just hold off. Um, it's going to be a shave Sunday. So, happy 420 weekend. It's the 19th, and tomorrow is officially 420. Everyone's really excited for um, the month being 420, but since, you know, life is on some ish right now, um, I haven't seen a lot of, like, excitement about it, but I still, I wish people would still be excited about it. It's one of those holidays where, well, it's not a, I don't think it's a, even a federal, it's not a federal holiday. What am I thinking? It's just a people made holiday, but it's one of those holidays where no one's fighting for the goods. You know what I mean? Like Thanksgiving, everyone's fighting to get certain foods and stuff. Um, Black Friday, forget about it. It's total chaos. Same thing for Christmas. Like people are buying gifts and stuff. But 420 is like one of those calm even the 4th of July, people are trying to buy fireworks and stuff. And it's always, like, this kind of competition. But you do not get that with 420. It's like everyone's kind of like, oh, bro, you didn't get nothing. Like, I got you. Here. That seems like a real, like, giving holiday to me. I don't know. Uh, quarantine. Updates. There's not much. Because ain't nobody... <laughs> no one is doing anything. I will say that I've seen that uh social media right now is like huge it's always been huge um but it seems even bigger now it's like um instagram live for example is booming right now uh if you have anything that you're interested in launching uh or in my case something that you need to keep going this is like the time to do it um there are more people on it consistently and then on top of that there are more people making like profiles and stuff on across the platforms so I think before while there are a lot of people on social media those people were you know you go and listen to your um your favorite artists that's it you're on Instagram you're only looking for the people that you've already liked just for the sake of time like you don't want to spend too much time exploring you just kind of just want to okay I want to see the content from Serena Williams because that's my favorite I only have time to look at one thing but now people have more time to look at a bunch of things so I feel like at least for me I've been doing that going a little bit deeper um exploring a little bit more uh for shows or other podcasts that I can listen to this is a good time if you have something that you want to throw up um and let people uh, just kind of discover you. 
people are loving Tory Lanez right now for um, quarantine radio. And it's a great idea because uh, people are, at some point, I think celebrities, they're going to have to try a little bit harder to get us, especially now that this has happened. Um, I feel like before everyone, there was a, a calmer uh, environment, so people are more interested and celebrity stuff. Now you see celebrity news and you get tired. Like even there are people who are already tired. There are some of us who could tolerate it. Like for me, I I was able to just tolerate it. But now you see celebrity news and you're like, oh nah, like I don't want to hear about this. Like y'all and y'all 50 million quadrillion dollar estates having the time of your lives. We're locked in the house with blah blah blah. You know. So it's a little bit different. I feel like celebrities are gonna have to try a little harder to keep our attention. Um, so what they do during this time may matter a little bit more. Um, I think Beyonce knows that. That's why she popped out on the <laughs> ABC thing. <laughs> Cause I really, oh, Beyonce was quiet this whole time. But if Beyonce comes out and entertains your kids for five seconds, you know, for some people that's enough. Um, so yeah, back to quarantine radio. I think Tory Lanez is doing a really great thing in doing that. Because social media is popping right now. My screen time, I don't know if you guys check your screen time. My screen time is up, like, more than ever. I tried to um, use a cheaper plan last month. Because I was like, oh, I'm not going to even use that much, like, data. So we can cut this down. Like, you know, trying to be frugal. And it didn't work because I actually... um, it seems like now I'm using more data than ever. Ever, ever, ever. So, yeah. It's a good time to do whatever you got to do. Get yourself in a nice little spot on the internet. Because people are searching for deeper things. Um, is it me? Or are there actually good things to watch on TV? Not on TV. On, like, the platforms now. Um, the streaming platforms. So, like, Hulu, I've noticed Hulu has a good um, lineup right now. I saw some show the other day. Um, what is it called? What We Do in the Shadows. It's, like, a vampire um, parody, which I'm going to get into. I saw this other show. I forgot the name of that show. There's an oh, it escaped me. It was right there, and it went... But I saw another show that I want to get into. Like, there are shows I'm actually, like, looking at. And I'm like, oh, I want to... I'm going to save this. Like, I want to take part in this later on. So, there's actually... seems like there's good things to watch. I did not watch Tiger King. I'm not really interested in that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to force myself to watch it just for... To be able to comment on it either. I I don't care that much. Yeah, no, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care that much. Um... I have been watching Little Fires Everywhere, and it's the show on Hulu with Kerry Washington from Scandal and Reese Witherspoon. She's from, what's her most popular thing? Legally Blonde. I think that's her. I think that's her, yeah. That show's lit. Like, I've been really feeling that show so far. The casting is perfect. The storyline is perfect. Um, Somebody did bring up the fact that it wasn't written by a person of color. And so they're, like, I guess they're criticizing, like, how 
how authentic Mia's character is and, and like her mannerisms and stuff. But I don't see a problem with it. Um, I don't think she's she's miswriting who Mia could be. Um, and I think there's just there's more than one way to write a character. A good writer can write a good character no matter what their race is. Um, and I think that the writer did that definitely did that and of course it's been adapted for tv so there's more hands and more heads involved so i think all of that goes into account when um they were making mia like a physical person and she's like i don't think i would never think carrie washington would take a a role that she didn't think that she could um make black (laughs) like you know, make more black or more authentic to her. She took that char- that character and made it. That character is Carrie Washington. Like it's not even really Mia. Like it's just another version of Carrie Washington. And I love that because she's the kind of actress who shines her true self through any role. Like you know she's playing a role, but she also also like always brings her own mannerisms and stuff to it. So it's perfect. I love it so much the storylines are good I like that there are multiple um and they all make sense and then in turn it all kind of um connect a little bit so like the fact that um Lexi oh I don't want to I don't want to spoil any I'm not gonna spoil anything yeah I'm gonna just leave it maybe I'll do another episode where I warn you before that I'm going to do, like, that's going to be the episode. Because there's some things that's in that show that I have to go through. Um, there's a lot, though, and it's really lit. Um, there, there's one episode where there are flashbacks. This I'm not giving up too much here on this part, okay? <laughs> I'm not giving up too much. There's an episode where they're doing flashbacks of, like, before they had their children. Um, so there's, like, a young Mia and there's a young um, Elena before she had Izzy and before Mia had Pearl. Those, the people that they, they chose Anna Sophia Robb and um, there's a new girl. I'm so mad that I'm forgetting her name right now. Um, Boom. Her last name is Boom, I believe. See, I didn't even think I was going to talk about the show and I don't got the characters ready and she needs the most praise, but it's the person who's playing young Mia. She took that role, the mannerisms of Kerry Washington, from the neck to the quiver to everything, everything. Like, if Kerry Washington gets a biopic, that girl has to play her. Has to. Like, she was so spot on. Um, and it's the first time I actually was like, wow, like, she really acting. Like, you watch things and you're like, all right, well, this is a good actor. But when you can see somebody, like, play basically um play two roles because she's playing the role of mia in little fires but she also has carrie washington nailed down so what is her name boom i know her last name is boom but i can't think of her first name i will i'll put it with um the episode i'll put in parentheses where her name is because she deserves all the praise of all times (laughs) everything she was so good um but yeah that that's one of the shows I've been like actually like paying attention to and really really getting into um 
So, other things. What else did I watch? Oh, High Fidelity. I gotta admit, while I really love Zoe Kravitz, I'm not watching High Fidelity, the I guess, the way I should. Like, I'm not... I'm not watching it so deeply. So I might have missed a couple of important parts. but I, And I need to go back. I watched episode... There's episode five or six. Five. That I really sat and was like, alright, I, I don't got nothing else to do. I'm going to really sit and watch this. And that was one of the, the only episodes that I really sat and made sure that I watched. So... This episode, um, more spoilers, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> I keep forgetting spoilers are a thing. All right, let's see. How do I do this without... There are important parts. I think that episode five has a really good message. <laughs> oh my God, I'm really not trying to spoil anything. It has a really good... Um, message about karma I guess about karma about value um about women and how how um how sneaky they can be this is so bad because I want to just say it but if you haven't watched it it's kind of effed up of me to do that so I'm just trying to I don't know. It's a really good episode. If you're watching it from the beginning, um, and when you get to season, I mean, episode five, just look out for it. It's going to be a very obvious um, thing, but it's one of the things that made me, like, think even deeper and deeper and deeper about, like, what women go through in, like, crappy relationships. So... Yeah, those I'm not gonna say anymore because I'm gonna spoil it. Damn, you know, I didn't think about this. I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna say, but it's like, I hate when things are spoiled for me, so I'm not gonna do that to y'all. Moving on, I'm not talking about shows anymore because I'm gonna spoil something at some point. I know it. Um, I've also been on YouTube, and for YouTube, I've just been watching like housing videos and just trying to see. You know what my future house is gonna look like i've been watching a lot of openings a lot of people like doing their decorating for their houses i the best houses i've seen so far are in atlanta i don't know if that's where i'm gonna go but i know for a fact that i like the houses that they build in there like six six rooms five rooms i don't even know if i need that much room ever in life but a girl can dream, right? So I've been doing that. And then also, always horoscope stuff. Um, learned about um, the degree. So there was this thread on Twitter. And someone was saying, like, the degree of your sun sign. Now, if you're into astrology and you've gone and looked at your chart, um, you have a sun, moon, and rising sign. And your sun sign is usually, it's the, um, it's the sign that's equated with when you were born. They all are, but like, I feel like that one makes the most, like, it's the easiest to connect. Like, I'm born on February 26th, 
and in the general um, scheme of things, that's associated with Pisces. So it makes absolutely like a lot of sense. However, if you look at my moon sign, my moon sign is Capricorn. So is my rising. Those don't make as like they don't closely connect to when my actual birthday is um, in a general sense. But if you go into like position of planets and blah, 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 that would make more sense. So anyway, someone was saying that your sun sign, the degree that it's at is significant to a moment in your life uh, where everything changed for you. So I went back, I'm looking, uh, and I'm telling my friends to like, go back and look at your, um, your sun sign. I think you're supposed to narrow them down to one number, which is what it is in um, numerology. A lot of things go back to one number. You need to add and add and add until you get to one number. Uh, so if you have like 13, then it's four. And then apparently the cycle goes through every um, 30 years. So if you don't remember what happened to you at four years old, then you can think about what, you know, you can look at 34, see what happens there. So mine is seven. Um, already seven. Seven was the year that I lost my dad. So as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, this <laughs> it's getting a little too real. As if I wasn't already being read, like, on Twitter, looking at different threads of, like, Pisces. And I'm a Pisces. I'm a mutable sign. Um, I have two. I have more than two houses in Capricorn. But in terms of sun, moon, and rising, two other houses are in Capricorn. So a lot of the things pop up. Um, and they all have been reading me left and right. And then I found this thread and the thread read me and I just, I got over it. <laughs> got so over it. Everything was like spot on, spot on, spot on. Um, for the past like two weeks now, everything has been spot on, which some people think that's really good. But also I feel like it takes like, it just makes you scared for me. I'm like, that's scary accurate. But it makes people go deeper and deeper into astrology and horoscopes. Um, so yeah, I've been watching um, Tyler's Tarot, um, House of Oshun, if you are interested in looking up. Um, and then there's uh, Cafe Astrology, if you want to go look up your, your whole chart. I think the most accurate chart comes from when you are putting your um, birth time. So if you can put your birth time and then the accurate city where you were born, then I think it narrows it down a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I would suggest doing that. It's a really good way to pass some time as we, you know, continue to, to wait. Um, it's definitely like, a, it's a long read after because it breaks everything down for you, which is really nice. And hopefully you find a little bit of yourself in it, things that help you out. So for the Reddit videos, I always watch the Reddit videos that are about um, like confessions or the deep web because I'm always interested in the deep web, but I'm not going to go and search the deep web by myself. So that's that's one of the things I would keep watching. I'm never going to be on a deep web by myself, but I'll always go and search what other people's experiences have been on the deep web. But you ain't gonna catch me there. People have said they've seen dead bodies. They've seen um, 
illegal, like, drug selling, all the things. I ain't doing that. That's, like, one of those things where you start looking, that's when (laughs) you're worried if somebody's, like, um, hacking into your browser. And there have been stories like that, too. One of the stories, one of the um, confessions was like that. He said he was using uh, a Tor browser and this guy, like, well, he doesn't know if it's a guy or not, but someone, like, popped up on his screen, started typing to him, and was basically like, we know what you're watching, we know what you're doing, you don't, you wouldn't want this to get out, and knew, like, his address and all that stuff. So there, when I think of the deep web, I just think that you, there's, like, people think there's no trace, but there's absolutely a trace, and somebody can find you and come get you. (laughs) That's not what I want, so... I watch from afar. That's like those mix. There's mystery boxes on eBay where you can just buy the box, and but you don't know what's coming inside of it. I've watched those videos too, where people are buying those boxes, and some of them are up to a thousand dollars, and people still still buy them. They don't even know what's gonna be in it. And one of them was like a box with little kids' clothes and dirt. And the, the clothes are stained and stuff. So it's like really spooky stuff. Because now you don't know if you've just purchased um, just someone being crazy on the internet and sending you um, like these weird things. Or if you've actually just received stuff from like a murder. So it's pretty scary. But I'd rather watch it than watch somebody else do it. And they always white. I'm sorry. But I would rather watch somebody else do it then me take part of it because i am curious but as long as y'all keep doing it i'm gonna keep watching it and that's gonna be that for music it's mostly been old music and not even across genres it's been just one genre alternative i guess it's john mayer been listening to a lot a lot a lot of john mayer I've been listening to Continuum and Room for Squares are like my favorite albums that he's done. And they're like early 2000s. I think Room for Squares came out in 2001. And Continuum might have come out in 03. But Room for Squares is like my favorite, favorite John Mayer album. It has... Um, I think Your Body is a Wonderland is on there. Neon, City Love, uh, Three Times Five. It's like, it's a no-skip album. Like, you could listen to that album fully through and be completely happy. And I haven't found a lot of albums like that. Um, a lot of no-skip albums. But this is one of them for me. I have, like, a couple of them. I've also listened to Little Comets. Justin Ozuka. These are people that, like, they had, like, a, a good run at the time. Justin Ozuka, if you were one of those kids like me in high school that woke up mad early and got ready to the music that they played on MTV, you probably remember Justin Ozuka because they would always play his song called After Tonight. And it was just such a, it was such a good way to wake up. Like, I wish, I don't even know if MTV still does that, but that was perfect. Like, all the music that they played in the mornings um, as you got ready for school was perfect. 
Um, but Justin Ozuka was part of that playlist. And I think he came back with um, Golden Train. And he has some other songs. I personally think, and I was telling my friend Maria this the other day, I personally think that his best song is Heartless. Um, not that any of his music was super, super spectacular, but Heartless is the one that is, I think is a great, great song for him. So, yeah. Um, also, I did a music review, finally. Can y'all be happy for me, okay? I finally got through my period of listening to just old old music music that's been out for three years now non-stop listening to cherry bomb non-stop listening to all the dialect all the other things that you know they're not as super relevant right now i did take the time to listen to drum roll um division i listened to division's new album and I did write some notes that I'm going to share with you. I think overall, yo, music sounds the same. A lot of the music sounds the same. No one's really doing anything that innovative right now. I think the only person who's doing things innovative is that guy who's um, who has the super, 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 super high-pitched voice. And I think he's a rapper. Um, he has a song right now with um, Booba Savage. But that's it. That's the most innovative thing I've heard so far. Um, A lot of the drums are the same. A lot of the... um, There's like this... There's a sound in a lot of songs that sounds like a cricket to me. Um, And it's like standard for like a kind of trap beat. And that's what I hear in almost every song that I listen to. So it's not a lot happening in terms of... um, Producing on the like mainstream level. A lot of those songs sound the same. So I need to go back and get back to digging, digging, digging and seeing what other producers are doing. But so the album is called Amuse and Her Feelings. And somebody, I think they did it on Instagram. They were like, Amuse and Her Feelings, like a muse in her feelings and then amusing her, fe- her feelings. And then I'm using her feelings. And I was like, this is too much for me, (laughs) okay? My brain barely works these days. Don't do this to me. Like, we're good. Uh, So it starts off very dreamy, very calm. I like No Good as a um, opening. It's really nice. Um, And the underbeat kind of sounds like a 80s ballad with an added trap. It's like, it's really nice. I like it. I'm not, I'm not against it. Um, I really like the end of still, still pray for you. It's pretty fly. I'm going to go back and listen to this album again. I've already listened to it twice. Um, and I've just picked, I'm not even going song for song. I'm just picking out, um, just things that stuck out to me that I felt like I had to, um, comment on. The voices do not match on courtside. Um, that was Jesse Reyes. It's, it's not, it doesn't work. I feel like a lot of people are going to like that. Um, because mostly they are interested in who's singing it, but not how it sounds. It's like, oh, it's that new division featuring Jesse Reyes. Like, these are people I love. So, you know, it's, it's crazy how your influence um, can be when you just love the artist so much. 
Um, sometimes people don't want to admit or not even that they don't want to admit. They probably don't even see that it's not, it's not hitting. <laughs> it's not hitting. But yeah, for me, courtside was not hitting. I did not think that their voices matched. Um, and it seems like just one of those songs that y'all stay begging for. Like, y'all be like, oh, I I wish, um, I think Brent Fires and, um, what's this man's name? Bryson Tiller. I think they should do a song together. And it's like, all right, yeah, they can. Just because two people can sing very well apart doesn't mean that they can compose a, a song together. And it's going to be the best thing ever. Um, that did work with uh, The Weeknd and Ed Sheeran. That, listen, that was it. And it was, they could both sing, but they were, oh, they were also able to fuse together. And not every artist are able to do that. Some people are, are good as solo people. That's totally okay. We don't got to add everybody. We don't need um, Future to make a song with DMX. Like, it's okay. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> so I feel I feel like Courtside was one of those, like, oh, if they really want to hear this, like, let's just, let's just give it to them. That's what happens. Um, the next song was No, no Crying Trash. Anything... <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna say anything with future because if Stick Talk come on, I'm I'm a fan. Um, I just don't think Division and Future fit together either. I didn't think that was a good. I didn't like it. It was kind of trash. Um, Dangerous featuring Buju Bantan. Um, I thought that was a perfect fusion. I loved it so much, and it reminded me of. Uh, the gorillas human album where they had popcorn on popcorn that's his name right yeah popcorn they had him on a song and it was like whoa like y'all really got popcorn like this shit is lit and the song was lit too it fit him perfectly it's funny because just as i was making that i was listening to dangerous and i was making that comparison and the very next song has popcorn on it the very next song i was like wow this is this is it like i love hearing popcorn anywhere i'm I'm down for it um outlandish outlandish has a popping beat and that's i need to go back again like i said and listen because i need to listen for lyrics i'm always a person who first listens for um just the beat because the beat's not gonna keep me going it don't matter what you're saying it don't matter like I need the beat to carry me through the whole song. Outlandish was popping. Uh, the end was perfect. And I'm going to go ahead and say that's my favorite song right now. Once I listen again, that might change. But right now, Outlandish is the song. Keep It Going is perfect. Is It reminds me of Azalea Banks a little bit. I got that a little bit. I got a little bit Tiana Taylor. This just seems like a song that is usually for the R&B girls to do. Um, but I'm getting like Vogue, like Runway vibes from it a little bit. That's what I'm getting from it. And I, I like that they have that because I feel like a lot of... Um, actually, you know what? Drake did have Child's Play 
But I don't think I've heard any other song that sounds like Keep It Going. Like from from the R&B boys. I haven't heard anything else like it. So that, and I like that that's a little bit different. The OVO people, OVO XO, oh, they're not even, t- I don't even think OVO XO is a thing anymore. But Canadians, the Canadians are, um, they're taking risk in their music that's what I see. I don't, not that I know all the music in America that's happening. Um, but the stuff that I do see from Canada has been risk taking. Um, like I said in the last episode, the weekend went ahead and did the e girl, not the e girl, but like the dance dance revolution kind of sound. Um, and now they're playing with like upbeat over it's like upbeat under the r&b sound i like that so shout out to decision because this is the first album first new album i've gotten into um fully the weekend i listened to i knew i was gonna like the weekend regardless so because i i'm a weekend fan can i just say i've been reading I need to get off Twitter because I'd be reading threads. I'd be wanting to comment, but I don't have the energy to comment. So it's just, it just gets tiring. But someone was saying that it was like, if you're, if the music taste is trash, can you still date them? Can I just make it clear that there's no such thing as trash music taste? There's so much music out there and music taste is subjective. Like for real. Because you can't say my music taste is trash because I listen to um punk rock if you've never listened to punk rock before it's hard you know what i mean you can't say that is it's not music taste is not comparable this is coming from someone who knows a lot of music it's not your music taste is not comparable and it's not comparable to your um overall personality either now let me clear that up because there are some people who sit here and listen to nevadius and think they are future like in the flesh that's a problem but that's all it's different you can enjoy it depends on how you're um enjoying the music how you're consuming it if you think that you are now future because you listen to stick talk three times like that's a problem but i still can't say your music taste is trash okay now that we got that out the way go put up your stuff all the stuff that you've been thinking about putting off that you're not too sure that you want to keep recording and recording and recording now go put it up right now it's good it's perfect it's you it's from you and so therefore it's perfect that's it happy 420 weekend again do not if you are going down the edible um rabbit hole like i did on friday just just be prepared to um depending on how strong like cut out 24 hours of your life um and just enjoy the ride (laughs) i got back this morning and i was like this is great so yeah that's something to think about put your shit out now go read that book now you guys can still go outside go take your walk now that's it that's all i got all right until next time folks um i may come back with another album review but don't hold me to it because I may just go back to listening to John Mayer for another month. Or maybe, you know what? I would like to do a old and a new. I may start doing that. Where I 
review a new album, but then I put you guys on to something old that I've been um, getting into as well. So yeah, maybe we'll do that. All right, as always, if you've listened this far, I'm asking for your God, your universe, your rocks, your crystals, um, your ancestors. I'm asking them for your continuous growth and that they cover you and keep your family safe, you and your family safe through the times that we're going through. All right, peace.